Life Christian Centre is a church located in the city of Adelaide. It is made up of people from different backgrounds and walks of life who have been transformed through a relationship with Jesus Christ. For more information, visit us online at www.life-church.com.au If you have your Bibles, uh, I'd like you to turn to Psalm 124. Psalm 124. Just want to... Uh, share a few thoughts. We're going to go back to worship uh, and take this opportunity to be able to uh, just spend a bit more time in the presence of God. Uh, there is something very powerful about corporate worship. There's something unique and special about corporate worship. And if there's one thing that I've missed, it's gathering together with God's people and just worshiping together. Uh, a few weeks ago, we in June, when we broke bread together, um, you know, you're doing it on camera and it's all good. It's fantastic. It's better than zero, I can assure you. Um, what the Apostle Paul would have done if he had internet. Can you imagine? I mean, just imagine if the Apostle Paul had internet. And anyway, we broke bread. Uh, I would finish the service. And then we just, we just got in a circle. There was about 15 of us there. We sang a song and we broke bread together. It was just a powerful, 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 powerful moment. Because there's just something about the corporate gathering, isn't there? There's just something about the worship. Uh, I mean, I, I, I worship really well on my own. Um, you know, my voice is amazing and uh, it's great and I get encouraged. But when I'm with God's people and lifting the name of Jesus together with God's people, just something rises up inside of you, something changes, something shifts and it's very powerful. We've missed this so much and it's so glad to, to, to be back together again. Psalm 124, uh, reading from verse 1, uh, the Bible says, If the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say... If the Lord had not been on our side when people attacked us, they would have swallowed us alive when their anger flared against us. The flood would have engulfed us. The torrent would have swept over us. The raging waters would have swept us away. Praise be to the Lord who has not let us be torn by their teeth. We have escaped like a bird from the fowler's snare. The snare has been broken and we have escaped our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you that we can gather this morning to worship and to glorify your holy name. Father, we thank you that the church wasn't man's idea, but your idea. And Father, we recognize the power of the church of Jesus Christ gathering. And Father, even for those that are watching online, Father, we pray that where they are right now, that they will experience your presence and your spirit. Let faith be released in our hearts and in our lives. Even today, as we go into the word and back into worship, Lord God, I, I pray that the spirit of God would be released, the faith would be released. And that this word, this simple word would become a revelation in our hearts. Bind every work of the enemy. Come against every fear and intimidation in Jesus' name. Just let there be freedom and faith in your people this morning. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. I want to speak this morning on uh, a few few minutes from Psalm 124. As we reflect on the last few months, you know, I'm sure all of us can say, and it's been a challenging season. 
It's been a challenging season. Thank God in Australia, you know, we've been sheltered in so many ways and, and thank God for that. But still our world has been turned upside down and our routines, uh, some, some people have lost their jobs. I know some people in this church have, have, have lost their jobs. That's, uh, that's the reality. And, and then, of course, there's the, the anxiety or the unconscious anxiety even that we're just kind of carrying through this season, the fear of what might happen next. Uh, for me, I think it's been um, just the sense of uncertainty where you don't know what's going to happen next and as a leadership team we were always trying to predict well next week this could happen or the week after that might happen and so we're always trying to predict and and trying to find a new normal but every time we we settled in a new normal then something else changed and the boundaries changed again and I, and and in some sense there is still a level of uncertainty in, in terms of what's happening but this morning as we gather together to worship God uh, I'd like us to acknowledge the fact that if it, God if it wasn't for God, if God had not protected us, if God had not guided us, His hand not been upon us, who knows where we would be? Who knows where we would be? As I was thinking about, you know, this, just this morning, the, 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 the first thought that came into my mind was Psalm 124. And Psalm 124 is part of a group of Psalms uh, from about 120 right through to 134. And, and these are songs that were written uh, by the pilgrims as they would go towards Jerusalem, as they, as they attended the different feasts. Uh, they, they'd actually begin to sing some of these songs. And, and uh, commentators are not exactly sure uh, when David uh, wrote this particular Psalm. Something was written after a, a battle with the Philistines. Uh, but whether it was that battle or another... David had faced a, a really difficult situation in his life and God had got him through that situation. And as he reflects on that, he says, he declares, he says, if the Lord had not been on our side, if the Lord had not been on our side, then he says, let Israel say. So he's saying, you know, first of all, he thinks it. And then he says, hey guys, I want everybody to say, if the Lord had not been on our side. When people attacked us, we, we, we would have been destroyed. David acknowledges the presence of God and the grace of God and, and, and the power of God. He acknowledges the reality that if it wasn't for God, we would have been defeated. Now I wonder how many of us can agree with what the psalmist is saying. How many of us can say that if it wasn't for God, who knows where we would be this morning? And I'm sure that, you know, that each of us could continue to write the psalm that, 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 that David actually writes in Psalm 124. And he's, he's writing his own story in the story. But I'm sure many of us could, could actually finish writing this psalm and talking about our own story. That if it wasn't for God, who knows where we would be. And here's the interesting part. It was David who actually fought the battles. It was David who strategized and made decisions about, you know, how they would fight, you know, the enemy, an incoming enemy. It was David and his men who fought the battles. I'm sure, I'm sure that David had a task force. I'm sure that as he found out that the Philistines were coming, I'm sure he put, brought together some of the finest men that he had around him. It's developed a We had our own task force here at church. We developed our own. Some of the crazy guys gave us all names. Uh, different names. They gave me, would you believe, Donald Trump? I don't know what that, what was that. Unbelievable, you know. At least Scott Morrison, you know, that would be. Um, maybe it was the hair or lack of hair. Anyway, I, I don't know what it was. Uh, but, uh, but I'm sure David had a task force. I'm sure he got brought some of the finest men around him. How are, how are we going to fight the Philistines? How are we going to do this? And they go out to battle and they fight them. But despite all of that, he recognizes that if God was not with him, 
all of that would have meant nothing. They won the battle because God was with them. They won the battle because God was on their side. And I'm sure we can relate this psalm to what's happened over the last few months. But more than that, I'm sure that we can relate this psalm to other events in our lives. I want us to go beyond just what's happened in the last few months. I want us, I want us to think about how this psalm applies to our lives. As we reflect on our own lives, many of us can say, if God wasn't with us, where would we be today? Some of you have been through incredible trials in your life, difficulties, challenges, perplexities. There's been struggles and challenges and battles that you've had to face. Oh, it wasn't with a physical enemy, but it was still a battle. How many of us know some of the greatest battles we experience are the battles in our mind and in our hearts? Situations that when you were in them, you said things like, I don't know if I'm going to get through this. I don't know if I can handle this. I don't, I don't know if I can get out of this. I, I don't know if I can deal with this particular situation. Times when you were hanging on by a thread. Days when you woke up and hoped that what just happened was a nightmare, but only to find that it was actually real. Somehow by the grace of God, somehow by the grace of God, one step at a time, one inch at a time, somehow by the grace of God, you managed to get through that particular situation. And as you look back, you, you cannot but declare with boldness, if the Lord had not been by our side, where would we be? David goes on to say, if the Lord had not been on our side, when people attacked us, they would have swallowed us alive. When the anger flared up against us, the flood would have engulfed us. The torrents would have swept over us. The raging waters would have swept over us. All of that speaks to situations and difficulties that all of us have been through, that have gone through in our life. And then David says, praise be to the Lord who has not let us be torn by their teeth. You can just imagine of the people of Israel as they're heading toward Jerusalem. They were singing and they were worshipping God. They were reflecting on the times that God had seen them through some of the most challenging times in their life. And this morning as we gather, this morning as we gather to worship God, what I want us to do is kind of do a time out. I want us to do a stop and say, you know, and reflect on our lives. Sure, reflect on what's happened in the last three or four months because things could have been a lot, lot worse. Thank God for, for, for the authorities. Thank God for the leaders in our nation. But things could have been a lot, a lot, lot worse. But more than that, what I want us to do is reflect on our lives. I want us to reflect back, not just in the last three or four months. I want us to reflect back to those times where, where we were on the edge. The times where we were hanging on by a thread. And by the grace of God, He has seen us through. And I want us to worship God. And glorify God and thank Him for the incredible things that He's done in our life. Acknowledging the grace of God. And so many examples of this throughout the Bible. Jonah says in, in, in 2 2, he says, In my distress, I called to the Lord, and He answered me from deep in the realm of the dead. I called for help, and you listened to my cry. Psalms 18 6, In my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From His temple, He heard my voice. My cry came before Him. And this morning as we gather together, I pray that we would reflect on our own lives. The times that God has seen us through some, some difficult battles. And then it changes and speaks of another kind of battle we face. It's the spiritual battles. We have escaped like a bird from the fowler's snare. The snare has been broken and we have escaped. And that, that to me speaks about the spiritual battles that we all face in our own lives. I love the way the psalmist uses the example of a bird being, being escaped from, from a trap and we have an enemy that's trying to trap us continuously. 
We have an enemy that's coming after us continuously, trying to trap us in one way or another. He's always looking for new ways to set before us. He uses fear and lies and discouragement and temptation. And I've said over this season, I understand we need to, we need to do a whole bunch of things to protect ourselves. But, but, but church, let's be careful that we don't allow ourselves to be taken by a spirit of fear and by a spirit of anxiety. Because that's exactly what the enemy wants us to do. Psalmist is saying, just like the hunter seeks after its prey, so the enemy comes after us and he studies us and he waits for the right moment. He prepares a trap and the Bible says the thief comes only to kill, steal and to destroy. But thanks be to God, the snare has been broken and we have escaped. What helps us overcome every strategy and every work of the enemy is the fact that God is on our side, is the fact that God is with us, is the fact that God is fighting our battles for us, that he's the one who's going to see us through. The snare has been broken and we have escaped in the name of Jesus. Then I love he finishes the psalm off with our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Question is, how can we make sure that God is on our side? How can we make sure that God is for us, fighting for us, that God is with us? Asa was one of the godly kings of Judah. And one time he faced a battle with the Cushites and he cried out to God. Uh, God gave him a great victory over this army that was more powerful than them. And when he came back from the battle, the Bible says, the spirit of God came on Azariah, son of Obed. And he went out to meet Asa and said to him, listen to me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you when you are with him. And if you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. And God gives Asa a key to ensure that God would be with him. How can we make sure that God is with us? I don't know about you, but you know, when I'm going through the trials, if there's one thing that I want to know, I want to know that God is with me. I don't want to fight those battles on my own because when I try and do stuff on my own, I always mess it up. Can I hear an amen? amen. There's a few amens out there today. <laughs> Every time I try and do things on my own, I mess it up. If there's one thing I need, if there's one thing I want to help me as I'm going through some difficult times in my life, I want the Lord to be on my side. Because every time I found that the Lord is on my side, things are different, things change, uh, 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 miracles happen, things, uh, things change in our hearts and lives. And so Asa goes out, uh, so the prophet goes out to meet Asa and he says to him, the Lord is with you when you are with him. And that's a key for all of us. How can we make sure that God is with us? How can we make sure that no matter what battle we face, physical, spiritual, financial, marital, that God is with us? The key is to make sure that you are with God. The Lord is with you when you are with him. And you know, God is never going to impose himself on us God is never going to force himself on us. We need to make a choice to surrender to God, to seek after God, to allow God to be the Lord and Savior of our lives. And if we do, he will be with us in every battle and everything that we go through. Come, Jeremy. I love this psalm because at its core, it's a psalm of praise. I love this psalm because at the core of it, it's a psalm of worship. David isn't writing the psalm when he was in the trial, David is writing the psalm after the trial. As he's reflecting on what he's just been through, he writes this psalm. And so we're going to finish this service with some praise and some worship. 
And there are at least two times in our lives when we need to worship God. There's at least two times when we need to worship God. Firstly, we need to thank God for what He's done in our life. Verse 6 says, Praise be to the Lord who has not let us be torn by their teeth. And this morning, I want us to remember all the times that God has delivered us. This morning, I want us to remember all the times that God has been, been with us. I want us to remember the times where we were in a difficult situation and God saw us through. I want, to thank, I want us to thank God for the last four months. I certainly want to do that. I can tell you that as a church and as a leadership team, we're saying if the Lord had not been by our side, we would definitely be in, a, be in a different place right now, I can assure you. As a leadership, we have seen the hand of God. We have seen the grace of God, that God has led us, that God has guided us, that God has protected us every step of the way. It's, there's no question in my mind about that at all. But I want us to kind of go beyond that. I, I want you to think back to your own life. I want you to think about those times in your life where, where, where things were really tough, where, 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 where you, were, you were against the wall. When you came into church and you said, I, I just need a word this morning. I just need God to do something. When you came to church desperate, I don't know about you, we, we, we're going to work on how we do communion on a Sunday morning. We're not quite there yet. But I can tell you there's been times in my life when I've come into church desperate to have communion because I said, I need to touch God. There's been times in my own life where I've, I've been hanging on by a thread where I've said, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get through this one. And then God by His grace and then God by His mercy and then God, because of His incredible love, you know, suddenly you take one step and then another step and then God speaks to you and you come to church and, and the sermon is all about you and, you, and and then you begin to worship God and the worship is something shifts and something changes. And somehow, you, you know, when you're in that valley and you can't find any strength and you can't find any power and somehow you come to church and suddenly something begins to lift and something begins to shift and something that begins to change. Oh, it doesn't disappear, but you know that something has shifted in your spirit. I remember one time I was, I, was, I was in a very negative place in my mind. And, uh, and I was just walking, praying and just seeking God and crying out to God. And, and I just remember something coming out of my, I don't know where it was from, but it came, it just came, and I know it was the Holy Spirit. They just begin to come out and say, and, and it, was, it was me beginning to declare, Lord, I just love you. I, I began to declare, Lord, I love you. There was nothing happening around me that required me to say that because everything was dark and negative and, 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 and it just, nothing seemed like it was going to work. But deep inside of me, something began to rise. They said, God, I love you. I just want you to know that I love you. I want you, I just want to declare, I love you, God. I love you, I love you, I love you. And as I began to declare that day after day, week after week, month after month, this thing began to lift in the name of Jesus. If the Lord had not been on our side, where would we be today? It's because of the grace of God. It's because of the power of God. We thank God because of what He's done back there. And this morning as we go into worship, I, I want you to think back there. I want you to think the times that God has delivered you from something. And I want us to begin to worship God. There's, a, there's another time when we need to worship God. We need to worship in faith. Some of you are in a trial right now. Some of you are in a difficulty right now. Forget COVID. Who cares about COVID? What you're going through is at another level. 
And some of you are going through one of those situations right now. There are times in our life where we need to worship in faith. As the prophet Habakkuk said, though the fig tree does not blossom, there be no herd in the store, yet will I rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in God my Saviour. He will see me through. There are some times where we need to worship in faith. We don't worship because everything's going well. We worship in faith, believing that God is going to get me to the other side. And as we begin to worship, as we begin to worship, something shifts, something changes. That's why I love corporate worship. Because sometimes I come into church, I don't feel like worshiping. But I sit next to some people and I, and I sit next to some other, they just going crazy, you know. And, and, and you can't help but be infected by that spirit. Especially the ones that sit around me. You're infected by that. You walk in church one way and you walk out of church a completely different way. Some of you need to worship in faith. Say, Lord, I just thank you. You're going to get me, you're going to see me through this. You're going to see me through this situation. So come on, let's stand together. Worship team, come. What I'd like us to do is to do two things. I want us to thank God for the amount of times that God has seen us through. I want this to be a time of praise and worship and thanksgiving. Enter His courts with praise. Uh, sorry, enter whatever. And enter His courts with thanksgiving. You know the verse, Psalm 100. Um, praise and thanksgiving. I'd like us to just worship God with everything that we're doing. And then for some of you, I want you to Begin to worship God in faith. Begin to thank God for the deliverance that you're going to have in your life in Jesus' name. Let's allow the Holy Spirit to minister to each and every one of us today in the name of Jesus. It's been so good to worship the Lord. I just want to close in prayer. And just as I do that, um, I just feel to pray for those who may be experiencing anxiety and fear during this time. It's a very real thing. And um, might be some people watching on television as well and you know uh, it's one thing we I fully agree with taking precautions etc etc believe all of that's important and we're going to do that but in a situation like this the enemy can take advantage of it and there's some unconscious anxiety that everyone's feeling but the enemy can use this to just take that anxiety and that fear to another level where it doesn't need to be so I just want to pray for some people Paul said to Timothy, for God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. He's in control. He's going to see us through. I don't care what my thoughts are saying. I don't care what, my, what I'm feeling. The Lord is going to see, see us through. Anxiety and fear are, are real things. And what's behind many of that is, much of that is a spirit. And we're going to pray for people that might be experiencing. There might be some people here today that's, that's been your experience as well. Come on, come on. Why don't we pray together and just believe that God is going to set us free from this in the name of Jesus. Amen. And Father, we just come before you in Jesus' name. Amen. If that's you, you're feeling some of that. I know I am. So why don't, why don't we just put hands on our heart and just, just pray and believe God. Do something in our hearts and lives. In Jesus' name. And Father, we just pray for those who may be experiencing a spirit of fear, anxiety in their hearts even right now. Just pray that by the Spirit of God that it would be released in Jesus' name.
Let this hand be your hand, Father. One touch from you changes everything, Lord God. One, one word from you changes everything. And you see how the enemy can so easily bring confusion and cloud our thinking and our judgment. But I just pray right now in Jesus' name that that cloud of darkness would lift in Jesus' name. And that we would see the clarity of your word and the clarity of truth. Let our words and the meditation of our heart be pleasing to you, our Lord, our rock and Savior. Set us free, I pray in Jesus' name. Father, just right now, set us free in Jesus' name. We want to honor and glorify you. Just thank you for your presence today. Thank you that you've seen us through and that you will see us through by your grace and for your glory, Lord God. And this we pray and ask. We thank you for all the victory over every work of the enemy in Jesus' name. And no weapon formed against us shall prosper in the name of Jesus. The greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And we'll take a stand against every work of the enemy in Jesus' name. And we will give you the glory and the honor that's due to your name. And this we pray and ask in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. And amen. So good to hear your voices. Amen. You have a great week in Jesus' name. Just those that are down here, just hang five, turn around, just talk to someone. Those in the balcony, if you could... Uh, or the other way around. Okay, so those in the balcony, you're going to have to wait, all right? Um, you guys talk to each other. Those downstairs, we prefer you to leave through into the, into the foyer. If you've got children to collect, you can collect them out on, on that side. We appreciate that way. So those downstairs, if you could move out towards that way and out the...